1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com, get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. edition of Sports Insider Radio. Always inviting you to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com. And if you want to talk to the boys, John or Mike, it's easy. Give them a ring, 800-209-1679. This season is flying by, and Hoops is in the on-deck circle. Getting ever closer to the World Series, one of the participants already determined. Yankees-Astros, Yankees better get back on the beam. We'll see about the weather in New York for game four, so there's a lot on the plate. Brian Blessing, David Miller in Las Vegas in studio, and we'll get to the boys in a second, but uh, membership has its privileges. You're sitting right here, so hi. Yeah, I feel great. A lot of people listen to the show, too, that I know. They randomly... I didn't know that they listened to it. They that's they the goal. That is the goal. It's working. <laughs> that's, the goal's the, working. that's the Progress. goal. Well, oh, I'm sure you know, John and Mike will be pleased to hear that. Hi, guys. Well... Uh, are you pleased, Brian? Because I'm going to be sitting with you next Wednesday. Oh, no, I don't know. Is it next Wednesday? I can't no, I'll be after. sitting with you on October 30th. I'm coming in to bet Game 7 of the World Series. I'll be there Wednesday, October 30th, in studio with you and Dave. And my ticket, we'll decide what that ticket is before we get on the radio. Are you we'll coming? talk about it in person live. Are you coming disguised as a Ravens fan? I'm going to come disguised as a ball-headed guy with a beard. <laughs> well, with with a T-shirt that looks just like your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That, that, thing, the that thing's a, it's a, like a it's gorgeous. Let me, let me, it, because it's 
expecting here the Yankees game's already been canceled as we're doing this radio show today. It's done. It's over. There's no game five tonight. And um, like I said, it's literally was like a monsoon. needed galoshes to get to the office. So I'm looking forward to some Vegas weather, even if it's a quick now trip. Well, it's always good to see it. And we'll get it. And then, David, you've never seen this act when he comes in. I mean, literally, it's like he brings a Best Buy store in. I mean, there's like monitors and phones and computers and. I've seen it. I've it's seen a it. Circus. It comes prepared. I don't know. How How do you get through TSA? <laughs> That's what I want to know. It's, not only do I get through I'm clear. I got the clear thing. I got the the, the TSA thing. They say, oh, you're, they ask me at the counter when I clear through, who, who do you like? And I just keep on rolling. <laughs> but listen, I want to talk about, let's talk about percent of futures betting. I just want to start the show since, obviously, you know, it's very exciting that my son asked me, is there any chance I would take to a game, game three that is 40 minutes away from my office. And I love my son dearly, but um, it, the cheapest nosebleed seat. What do you think it is, Brian? Game three of the World Series in Washington. What do you think the cheapest, oh, the cheapest nosebleed seat is? The cheapest probably uh, 375 400 the cheapest. The worst seat dime, in the house. Dime, 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 wow. dime, for, dime, for, dime. For, for the Top row, upper deck, and straightaway center field. Dime. Dime. Wow. And that will only go up, probably. I I can't even. Who's going to this game? That's what I want to know. It's like the who's who, like, of every every, uh, politician, every senator, every congressman. The cheapest ticket. This is before. Now, according to my sources, if Yankees win, the the ticket price will even go up. It'll go up. There's no doubt. So, I mean, you could be a futures buyer of tickets right now and hope that the Yankees win. It'd be almost like a, a it'd be a futures of future for the Yankees to win and have this, like, literally this uh, bus state, you know, the Penn Station going from New York City down to D.C., three-and-a-half-hour uh, train ride in, in, your, in your game. It, it's going to be insane. That would be, obviously, insane. I was doing some work, and I'm sure you guys have discussed it on your other outlets. Um, obviously, a lot of big future betting action with the Nationals. Um, New Jersey's obviously they got they're they're in a liability position with Washington because we're on the East Coast, while in Vegas they're in a liability position with Houston. So it's interesting to show you now that the legal gaming has taken on the ge- you know geo ge- geography matters the sports are all heavy in Jersey on Washington futures tick while that's the case in Nevada. Well, you know, you could take your kid for the greatest meal he's ever had and save yourself $800. I say take him, John. Trust me, he's lucky, he's lucky I'm taking him to the number third game, uh, the, the primetime game with the Patriots, and that's half a dime. That's cool. So <laughs> well, Go to the baseball yeah, I mean, game. Go to the baseball game, sir. Take What's your son. That? Take your son to the baseball game. That's my opinion. There you go. Forget about all that future stuff you said. About, I'll take him to both. But the point is is that it's ridiculous. You know, look, all I can say to you is, did you do any futures betting? I was looking uh, in front of you while in mid-series. People were starting, you know, people were placing, they were like 7-1, to 10-1 after they were down. But everything happened that night. They came back from being down 3 nothing when Soto had home run, and everything, obviously, people started pounding into Washington as a momentum play. Or do you guys pretty much take each game individually? How, are you guys big in the futures markets being in Vegas? I'm not, and usually I go against the momentum. So I would have gotten crushed probably there if I got involved. You, sir? No. 
No, not not so much in the baseball. I I, I do it uh, NBA and 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 Stanley Cup playoffs uh, in series stuff like that. Uh, yes, but I, I haven't done it with the baseball. I do hey, it for but, football and basketball in game. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the value. Oh, in game. Yeah. I'm just. I think he's talking in game series. Oh, prices, it, during. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. How's Michael doing? What's, where, 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 what do you got, Mike, in a closet? Where, where's Mike? <laughs> Watching soccer. Hey, Mike, are you on? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just talking. You know, Dave keeps talking about the futures not doing so well. I think he's got a pretty good futures in the NFL that uh, all of our clients got the release on a couple weeks before the line jumped down. With the Packers are now five and one. I really like the odds. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to jinx it. Go. Yeah, to, yeah we got uh, a lucky win on Monday night. Got a lucky one on I'll Monday take, night. Hey, look, luck, luck is part of the game. So I do like the odds, and I remember we got it before the jump. So like now, there's not as much value with the Packers being five and one in futures. But the when it was released to them, they're in pretty good shape. I mean, at least from that standpoint. Well, it's kind of weird because you know when I bet it, it was okay. Dallas, we got to worry about Dallas and the Rams. And literally, the week I bet it, I don't think. Maybe they've won one game. Maybe I think the Rams won. I don't even think. I think they've both just lost every game, and then the 49ers came out of nowhere. So everything kind of flipped, and then the Packers have stayed consistent. So, yeah, definitely feeling good about the bet. That's for sure. Uh, we got the Eagles, too. They're kind of shaky. Seattle kind of. So basically, Seattle and Frisco. You know, we're the two that just came on strong right after I bet it. Everybody else, nosedive. Well, the the one that was, was out there was uh the, the huge overlay and I'm a dope didn't do it but they were at 1.16 to 1 and Saints. that's when Breeze went out and you're sitting there going well the division although Carolina looks pretty good now but you're going the division so weak they could tread water and they're still going to win the division and they just keep winning and they're probably the favorite I mean I know the Niners uh, you know looks great today but I think uh, the Saints are probably the yeah, favorite absolutely. to host the NFC championship game Absolutely, and I will say well, this: I mean, He did say that when I when I told him about the bet, he did say that. I do remember him saying that before they won these last couple games. So you got that. I, mean, I didn't. Well, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Still, either. it was a good call. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't do it either. Uh, well, you know, specifically with the Packers, they've been winning with a lot of injuries. They're not fully healthy. They've literally had the receiving core they had in the second half. I mean, I'm shocked they even came back. I know there's a couple, you know, these definitely the penalties were very, uh, if you say it, I'm not going to blast on air, you know, whoever's listening. But the fact is, I mean, away with some calls and they got and luck played a big factor. But still, Rodgers playing with guys that would never make an NFL roster or at least start. And these guys are coming in and he's putting the ball right on the money. And look, when they have fully healthy roster and their defense straightens up and they could stop the run, I think they have just as good a potential. If you have to go to Lambeau Field and keep winning, it's going to be a tough place to play when it's freezing cold up there. And uh, I could see them definitely going to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's one of the, it just feels like it's Rodgers' year. You know, in years past, he just gets hurt or they never have a defense. I mean, this year it seems like they're putting it all together and they're winning those tough games. When it comes to December and you got to play up in Lambeau, I mean, it's very hard to win up there in December and January. Well, John, you you got the homework assignment. You want to you want to go early or you want to wait? <laughs> well, you know, I want to talk about. Look, I don't want to spend any more than one minute on this, but you know, obviously, you know, 
NBA in the news and the Hong Kong thing and the China thing. Obviously, from a betting perspective, people ask me that are not in the industry, people, you know, did you, how does this affect wagering? And, you know, like, I think we can all agree. Betters are betters. Betters are betters. Neil, no Neil. Uh, Hong Kong, no Hong Kong. You, this is just a betting opportunity. You know, the media likes to blow things out of proportion with LeBron on Twitter and this one and that one. And all I'm, uh, and it's interesting because what I'm looking to see before the season starts in, a, in like a week is if if the futures market is going to price in or price out the news of the teams like Houston and you know and. Uh, you know, LeBron, it'll be interesting to see if you actually see movement in the futures markets. Are either one of you going to get involved in the NBA futures markets? I don't think before there's... Before the season starts? Or? I don't I don't think there's going to be any movement over that. And I think that will just get worse, too. People, it's just too easy to tweet something out on social media and, and, and not think about the consequences. So I, I predict that just gets worse and worse. Um, and then, I don't know. But no, it won't, no. To me, it doesn't matter at all on the point spreads. What do you think? No. Yeah. No, they're going to play bad. Blow gonna, over. That'll blow over. They're going to play bad. Well, he's pretty healthy case of Dr. Scholl's disease there. But, uh, you know, that, that'll that exactly. that'll that'll go away. I mean, it's hey, I mean, listen, we talk about, you know, awful things when, you know, tragedies happen and, and all these things. And then you sit there and you go, well, ha. How do you segue in to, to talk about it? But I mean, you know. But the bottom line is, games are played after things happen, and you know, life goes on. I mean, you know. So he gets big deal. He gets booed in arenas. I mean, is, is that going to ruin his day? I, you know, who cares? Yeah. Well, the, the, you're right, and, and because people in the end vote with their pocketbook when it comes to betting these games. But are you guys looking at? Are you? Do you even? That's possessing either one of you. Do you either one of you the NBA futures markets for bets for future? You said you have Green Bay and you have Seattle and you have San Fran. Will you make? Will you, Dave, making futures well, bets? Uh, well, the main thing I'm in the looking, NBA market. The main thing I'm looking forward to is the Lakers Clippers uh, in in on the for the first game. But no, it's just tough because tying your money up for the whole season when you could probably make you know thirty percent, forty percent. It's just really tough for me to do that. Even if I knew that my expected value was like. 60% on the bet, it's still hard to do it. So now to find an edge that high, it's ambitious. So I I used to get really into futures and like win totals and things like that until I would constantly be all in and, and, and I would be thinking God, if I had that money too you know, I could turn that into a nice weekly return, you know, in theory. So because of that, I try not to get too involved in them unless I think there's just uh, almost a mistake, you know, or just a huge edge. No, I'm not saying that Packers bet was huge, but it felt right. You know, I was kind well, of over- But it will give you, you know, there could come a time, you know, down the road if indeed they're playing. It's still a long ways away. It's but, yeah. better, but it's for argument's sake. Say they are playing at New Orleans, you know, catching five or four and a half or five in the, in the NFC Championship. Play minus 200 on you, the Saints. Well, yeah. you got a real nice. You know, yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, you, you'll find a way to hedge out of that and make it worth your while. I don't think I would surrender any of the – like, if I thought – like basically, I would only do that if I thought the minus five was light. 
Or I had some type of good market price. I wouldn't. Well, just... you know, the other thing you could do too is is the in game aspect of it. That yeah, that's the okay. thing that gives you so many opportunities. As long as there's it, value on the. But, edge. It, but if you sit there and say, "Okay, I'm going to ride this thing out," but when the when the game starts and all of a sudden a touchdown changes it, that you get that big plus, you get a nice plus price to come back the other way. I mean, you're nuts not to take it. I think a lot of people too they make futures bets and then basically they just can't resist when they're let's say they're 5 to 1 is sitting good and it's a coin flip. They'll just basically bet the other side going, "Well, I need I can make free money here." When in reality you're surrendering uh, some of your equity betting the other side so it only makes sense to do it well unless you're scared unless the money's so much that that, that gets to you but it only makes sense to bet the other side uh, if there's some type of value there or if you perceive it as a break-even bet but if you look at it as like a minus a straight minus four and a half percent what you're doing is basically surrendering some of your value in, in the first position and people right. just don't understand they just go well no it's free money it's actually not in, in theory but so for me, it would have to make sense uh, to bet the other side. But if if I was going to have that mentality, then I bet too much to begin with on the, on the first initial play. So I didn't bet enough to where the money's going to scare me. So I could just leave the whole thing open if if I don't. So uh, the bottom line is, no matter what type of bet you make, I mean, you know, there's a strategy involved, right? It, it, you know, in the beginning and on the back end. That but our goal, but our goal is to have an edge on every single bet. So that's that's no, rule number one. So, yeah, a lot of times I'll even overexpose myself, and then I'm going, well, I could bet this other side right now and get out of it, but I know I'm making a bad bet in theory. And so I try to have because the heart it takes to not away, do it. But because yeah. it, it, it diminishes what you It does, you in theory. If you were going to run it through like a 1,000 bets, that second bet, you're, you're, you're going to be minus on it uh, over all 1,000 bets, uh, probably 5% or whatever. So I try not to do that. Sorry for the long answer. No, no, it's interesting. Uh, Michael, we got uh, Bundesliga, or we got we got anything going on that's uh, keeping you interested this morning? Well, not today, actually. Today is uh, a soccer a layoff for me. A soccer-free day? Well, it's still, realistically, there's no free day in soccer. Every <laughs> league has four subdivisions. Somebody's playing 365 days a year. Where you have Brazil, Syria, ah, the under twenty teams playing, the friendlies, the under nineteen teams are playing. I mean, there's so many leagues and so many competitions going on. I try to to focus on on the top tier teams, not top tier teams, but top tier leagues where teams are actually you can find information on these players. Whereas in other leagues, you just really have no clue. A kid that's playing that's fifteen and fifteen, I'm not gonna, you know, it's like you're betting on high school teams. That's when you're really you know, drawing its straws. Right now, there's no games today. Uh, Euro qualifiers have been playing the last week. The standard leagues, the Bundesliga, like you said, and Serie A and La Liga, they start back up on Friday. So the full rotation, um, the team going back from their national teams because they've been qualifying for the, the big tournament this summer, the Euro Cup. They're back to going to their club teams, and they'll be back in action this weekend. Just hey, getting Friday. By the way, you know, we're to the point now, the weeknight college football games tonight, South Alabama and Troy. Troy uh, was 16 and a half. It's up to 17. Uh, total in the game ranges from 55 up to 56. Uh, we will, we're basically to the point now 
John, where we're going to have uh, a football game on TV virtually every night because we're going to get into the Tuesday and Wednesday night Mac and Sun Belt games, and then you get into bowl season. So I think we're to the point now there's a football game basically every day of the week. Well, what's interesting is I was I did run, obviously, all the numbers. I do that before the radio show. The only sport right now, and we'll get to the other ones later, that's maintaining what the sports books want, which is a 50% average dog versus against the spread, is college football. Right now, 441 games have been played that had a spread on them. The, the favorites on the money line are winning 80 percent of the time 306 to 135 the minute you institute the point spread you're at 223 209 and 5 i'm going to say that again 223 223 favorites have covered 209 dogs have covered five teams have pushed on the closing think about that only five teams basically 1.1 and a quarter percent of all the college football games that have been played that have a spread, have that's pretty amazing in itself. That gives you 51.5% the favorites have an edge. Well, you can't really say that about the NFL. We talked about it last week. We joked around. Uh, Dave got a winner with the Miami Dolphins um, against the uh, plus the points, obviously covered. But for all those future bettors that bet, made that 0-16 bet, they're looking good. Now it looks like they're probably going to cash and Miami won't win a game. But the dogs, and again, they said it before, they could maintain this and have in the past are winning at an amazing 62% against the spread. So when you look at the numbers in the NFL, it's a complete, it's amazing. It's a flip-flop. Favorites have won outright on the money line 57% of the time. They're 52, 39 and one as we had the one uh, overtime high. When you flip the spread, the dogs 56, 35, and one. So you, you go from 50 to 39 and one on the money line to 56, 35, and one on the dogs. I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked you last week, Dave. Can the dogs maintain this for the rest of the season? I haven't seen it like this in a long time in the NFL. I think they can. Same same question and same answer. I love it. I will. Can I say one thing about tonight's game, though? Sure. Um, there is some value in the first half. Just if you key the market, sharp places offshore have the the ten pushing ten and a half, and you can. There's many nine and a halves. Doesn't sound like much, but tens a key numbers. So especially if you like Troy. The betting angle here is definitely to lay nine and a half in the first half. Uh, that's a free play, I guess. And then if you like uh, South Alabama, probably, well, talking about locally, probably the best thing to do is wait till post, grab 17 and a half or higher, and if it starts to go back down, just pass on the game. That's, that's the mentality. Of, that's how I think everybody should be thinking for tonight's game. Well, that's the beauty. There's the game within the game. Uh, John, it's a different era. And with in-game, halftime wagering, in-game wagering, uh, just because the game kicks off, uh, your work is not done. 
Well, I'm laughing because to myself because David said, you know, if the line goes down, then you should pass. And I'm laughing. I'm, I'm sure Mike's laughing too. Like one thing these clients are not going to do is pass. <laughs> well, the mentality. The mentality game. on Wednesday they're playing it. Well, the mentality needs. To, if there's only one game on Wednesday, they're going to play it. I understand that, but the mentality needs to be betting for value, not for action. That should almost be one of the sayings. But yeah, I understand. Well, I can tell game. you. At, um, well, at if you tell people a half point off of seventeen matters, and then it's a thirty point blowout or a, a three point win, they're they're just remembering. Well, that didn't matter. But the five percent of the time or whatever that that it actually matters, uh, it's just selective memory. But it's all well, value in theory. Go ahead. But like you said, you have to get the right number because some places are sharp. Like right now, the place that I, you always know where I'm looking at, the certain place that I look at, they're plus 8, plus 125, minus 8, minus 145 on the first half. So they're not giving you any value there. CG, Will Hill, and TI all have a straight 9.5. Let's see if anyone's listening. Let's see if it moves. But yeah, no, there's actually market value there because, you know, the 10s are well, pushing Well, then what I'm saying is five dimes has 8. So, you know, they're at 8 minus 145 or 8 plus 125. But the point is, is that, like you said, you're looking at the numbers, and this is the, the takeaway for somebody that's listening to this in their car, driving down the road in Vegas, or they're, or they're listening online on the Internet, is that it is about the numbers. It's the, what me and you have been preaching for decades, Brian. I, can you believe decades? Decades, Brian. I know. I'm not trying to, like, buddy. it's crazy. The clock, the clock is ticking. But, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick time. We'll take a quick time out. We'll come back. Sports Insider Radio invites you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com and the number to call the boys is 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. We'll be right back on Sports Insider Radio. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com, get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. 
Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, we're back. Sports Insider Radio. Inviting you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. 800-209-1679. John and Mike are sitting there. Uh, when these boys get off the radio, they'll be glad to take your call. Mike might even just run away from us to take your call right now. i got a funny feeling that might be the case. But anyway, we invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. All right, let's bring the fellas back in, back east. And uh, John gave us the high sign. He's going to be out here in a couple of weeks, and it'll be always good to see you. Uh, you used to be like every other week. Now you're like what? Once every four, five, six weeks? Yeah, you know, you know, my kids, it's just like, it's, it's look, uh, I'm a dad. I got to take care of him. That's it. I got Dave. He's there in, in the studio. You guys don't miss me. You, you, you know, I'll be there when I got to be there. And I got to be there for the beginning of the foot of the basketball season. And I got to, and I want to, I want to watch team seven in a sports book. Have my money on the line. Figured everything line. It's perfect. I did want to ask without uh, me without you. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So I wanted to. I wanted to ask uh, David. When you take a game like tonight, Detroit, do yeah. you think the public pump up certain teams based upon overall against spread record? So right now, Detroit is one in four against the spread. Do you think that really matters to the money and how the lines move? Um, when it's so easy to find out how who, teams who, are doing you, against the spread. Who, who's one and four? You broke up. Troy is oh, one Troy's and four one against four. the okay. spread. All right. I would say less than 5% of the people betting on the game know that exact number. But, no, oh, I just okay. think there's one game and they're just everybody's picking a side and it's usually more people on one side than the other, you know? just that simple. Because, yeah, the one game is what, what makes it uh, where there's where there's some type of skew usually, in in bigger matchups. I'm not sure about this this game. Um, well, I, I will, let me throw this in there though. With the baseball game not being played today, being rained out, the handle on this game is going to go way up. Well, because people were looking to bet today, right? I could see that. I could see that. So so maybe fade just if there's a big move, just fade it. Uh, especially if if the favorite goes up. That that would be like a basic strategy type of thing, and then shop around. That works still for uh, right. a lot of games, but especially if there's one game in the time slot. South Alabama, just for uh, the you know, is uh, three and three against the spread uh, versus Troy, which is one and four against the. Spread. But again, like you said, it, it might not have any uh, value. Let's talk about tomorrow well, I, night, and real, guys. Real quick, um, real quick though, John, I would just say this to you. Um, when you look at something in their six games, uh, South Alabama's five and one to the under. So, right. you know that and I think Troy's clearly the better team, but I, I think South they, they, they the odds makers again. I, I always go to this, and you know, 
at the end of the day, they, every game's a snowflake, as Kenny says, but at the end of the day, they want these guys being 8-8, eight and eight, you know, against the spread. They want them 8-8 eight and eight over under. Um, so adjustments are made in that regard, not to the point where they're going to side themselves, but it is something to pay attention to. Well, with, with that being said, and I guess I'll ask again, you know, everybody can chime. When you look at the teams that have the best record against the spread, you have a small handful. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams, the top eight teams in college football against the spread, Ohio State, SMU, Oklahoma State, Cincinnati, Wisconsin, Auburn, Louisiana, Lafayette, and Tulane. So according to you, Brian, you don't want to be chasing these teams with the spread because if they if the line makers their stuff right, well you know, it should fall back to close to fifty percent. Yeah, well it's more of a blanket statement. There will be you know, there are going to be when when you think of what are hundred thirty plus college football teams, there are gonna be teams that end up being, you know, nine and two. Uh, against the spread or nine and two to the over, it's going to happen. But the goal is across the board. That's why you know they're looking for two way action, and they they want to have the best opening number that they can get. That basically it, it, it makes it, the end result, uh, and it just it's the definition of of what two way action is all about. If these guys you can't get a read on them that they're eight and eight against the spread and they're eight and eight over under. Uh, that's good for the house over the long haul. Right, and when you look at key matchups like Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson against the spread, the only team that has a positive edge right now is Clemson. They're 4-2 and two against the spread. But the line makers are doing a real good job on Georgia and Alabama. They're both 3-3 three and three against the spread. See, I think betters would know how they're doing against the spread not the exact record but uh clemson's been good to me so i'm gonna keep betting them. i think south alabama and, and troy unless you unless you live in that area or you yeah you really look it up for today's game that's just not something that that people remember troy's been good to me i mean they do but yeah, not as much as the as the bigger schools or the NFL. Unless teams. it's a team you're following. I, 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 yeah, I, you I will see a bigger you, yeah. skew, though. Uh, in my opinion, on the on the on the bigger bigger schools, uh, especially locally or NFL games. But but this game, I'm just oh, not sure. Let me just let me just give you the three teams that are 0 for against the spread because there's only there's no teams that are perfect against the spread. We're supposed to show you the the best record is five and one, but. Anybody care, real quick, what do you think to take a shot at the three? Can I guess? Mike included that, sure. Okay, I, and I really don't know this. Uh, Rutgers? Have they have One they and five against, but you were close. One and five. One you, and five UTEP? against, you, you were close. You, UMass and Akron. <laughs> UTEP? Wow. Wow. So Brian was uh, got one of the three. UMass is one and six against the spread. The Zips are... Oh and six against the spread. So I got two of the three. Well, you oh and uh, you got one of the oh and six. The other two, I'm just going to oh, give oh, you oh, oh, oh. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is zero and six against the spread. Georgia Tech is zero and six against the spread. So to repeat, if you're listening and you've bet Georgia Tech, Vanderbilt, 
obviously, for some reason, Brian nailed Akron. So I don't know if you've had well, money on them. This yeah, how, that's what I want to ask you. How did you know that? Have they? Have you lost quite a bit of money? No. How do you know that? No, the three worst teams in college. Oh, you just took the worst no, the ones. Three worst teams in college football okay. are Rutgers, Akron, and you. So, so you I mean, they can't the get out of their own way. They shouldn't even get on the field. <laughs> yeah, they can't make the numbers high enough. Okay, so that's how I knew. See, see, I would think that maybe he lost a lot on the teams. That's what I thought. No, I, I've actually. I just did I, that. I beat. I beaten UMass. Uh, once or twice, had an over in one of their games, and I think I got the best of Akron. And I, and by the way, I happen to be looking at it today. I think, uh, I think I'm playing against Akron this week. Buffalo's playing Akron. I think Buffalo could be Woodshed City on that one too. So let, let's let's. I want to transition to some some good stuff, which is um, David lives in Las Vegas, but he's from Seattle, and every time I see him wearing a Seattle hat. And as you know, Mike lives and breathes the Ravens. So let's talk about this matchup this weekend. The oh. Miller versus the Mike Wow. Uh, what you guys have at it? It was new. I, I like it. I've you now uh, deflected my rivalry with Brian for the for the time being to Dave. So like so what do you guys let's let's break down this game because uh I mean Mike went to the Bengals game. Obviously Dave had a nice position the Bengals um and Mike got 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 it both ways he root for the Ravens win he got the cover with the Bengals uh so let, let's talk about this week you're they're making uh, the lines three so Mike were you actually sweating the back door there like really focused that was the most into the game you were when when the Bengals were driving at the end yeah I mean maybe um not really I mean I was like okay. I said I'm a fan and I'm able to cover. It's just it, you were afraid oh, the hey, Bengals. By the way, get the onside. Now that I think about it, that was when you said what? What was our play last week? That was one of them. Was the and ba- Miami? I, yeah. I was watching that Bengals. The end of that Bengals game, like it was a playoff game tied with four minutes to go. See, uh, we worry about our, our no, radio record. Well, no, but but Bald, no, because we said Baltimore, you know, playing Pittsburgh. That's a backstreet fight. And you know, thought right. since he since he was, was catching way too many points there. Well, and that's the thing too the the backdoor cover um, that could have helped right there, where there's just like, how oh, we're tired, you know, like yeah. we're just tired, and 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 they kind of played half, half, you know, I don't want to say the word, but uh, okay. So my opinion this week, <laughs> Baltimore at so it's three, it's basically minus three, minus one, three and a half now. Yeah, well, it's halfway between right. three and three. I just think the line's right on. Home field worth a little bit more than three. The teams are about the same. Uh, Brian might have a different. We're not going to worry about Mike's opinion. He's biased. He's a diehard fan. I'm not a diehard hey. Seahawks fan. So the best opinion here is Brian's. But I, I think the I think the line. I think it's right on. Well, you were talking about the total under. Yeah, you like the... Let's go under. Okay, that, that'll be my free radio play. You were you were talking, you thought... So we think... Well, I think we came up with... Yeah, but you didn't like that. You didn't have an opinion on that. I Yeah, okay. th- that would it, that, that scared me a little bit. Wilson and, and Jackson can make so many plays with their feet, but uh, you, you may be onto it. That, no, I'm not talking you off it. I don't know. I, I kind of like... Uh, I like the Eagles catching points, I think. Um, let's go with that one, then. There's straight threes. Let's do that. That'll. And, be and by play. the way, that number is going to go. That will. If you do like the Eagles, I I would just throw this out there. It's three even. Two and a halfs are going to pop up. Right. They are. So if 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 you like the Eagles, you best bet it. You know, 
Do it soon. Well, yeah, with home field. Work. I mean, I think it'll be back and forth. The game probably closes three, but there will be two and a halves. Yeah, with home field, we're three there, a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, you're basically saying the Eagles are better, and yeah, it looks like it. So I'm good with that one. I just like, you know me, I like these dogs, these undesirables. So I was going to ask you, is it just wise guys, again, Miami, and the Redskins, Miami, and the Redskins, Miami, and the Redskins. Is that how it's going to play out this week again I, I for think, all the sharp money? I, I think. Well, I, I, I will tell you this. Um, had Rosen uh, been the starting quarterback in this game, I could see I could have seen Buffalo beating these guys by 30. But Fitzpatrick's playing, and I believe me, I, I poke holes at this guy. I always have. But he, you know, he'll throw a pick six. But he can he can move a football team. I think that's a big development. Catching those kind of points, Fitzpatrick running the show for Miami. Buffalo is coming off a bye and getting healthy. But you know the, the thing is, man. I mean, these teams have bigger fish to fry. First things first. You want to make sure you take care of that football game and win the game. But then you start resting guys at the end. Of, they got some guys. They got a, a Buffalo's got a linebacker Milano who's a. Who probably could play, but they're probably not going to play because they're you know they're not saying this, but they'll rest guys. It's just human nature; these guys take these guys lightly. But I wonder how Miami reacts because I think the Cincinnati game down the road looms large now. But that was literally the the next to last winnable game Miami had on their schedule. And at what point do they unravel? I don't know. I still think they're trying, but they're just not very good. And I think 17. Anytime I've seen 17, this is through all the years, it's literally the best team against the worst. Miami's the worst. But it's still a pro football team. Yeah, I did, yeah. And, and they'll rest. The only thing jokes, that hurts but... coming out of the bye, that usually these teams out of the bye are just so ready to go. And 21-3 at the end of first half, you know, that's – that's easily doable, but I don't know. I, I have to take all these big numbers, especially getting some type of market value fading a move. I just can't pass on these spots. And I don't think it's a leak. I don't think it is at all because you know even at 17, the books are going to also be on your side. And in theory, that can never be um, too big of a mistake you know, in the long run to be on the book's side. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully we get 17 and a half there. Let's do well, it. Let, let me let me ask you this. <laughs> when I look at the, the hook. Let me this. <laughs> look at the total too. About... The total is only forty, so it's like just score seven, and I'm going to the window. <laughs> no, I, I they will. You know, what, I think I think Miami will score in this game. I, I, I you know, Buffalo's defense is phenomenal, uh, but Fitzpatrick will. They'll have a few drives. He will. He just does it. That's what he does. And I think the perception well, of they're but, not trying makes it. Gives you a little bit of extra value here. And clearly last game you saw they were trying. They're just not very good. Yeah. So as long as my team is trying, and if just things click a little bit for them, you know, it could be a seven-point loss there, and you're never even sweating the game. I don't know. I can see that happening. So what else? Or we could do a first-half angle on that as well. Let's see we got. Yeah. I mean, try to try to get a 10. Uh, first half there at post, but I mean, basically, it's the same, it's the same reason that you bet Cincinnati last week. You really were sweating that game till obviously the last drive. But I mean, Cincinnati ran back the first play, and it was like, like you said, if they can score seven, you're, you're pretty much going to the 
So, and pretty much, well, I mean, well, that know, game, that game, the game, wire to wire. But that game, you were basically betting against Baltimore, just just beating the Steelers in a really tough overtime. You were more fading them. This game, I think, you're more betting on Miami and just going contrarian to the they're not trying logic because they're clearly trying. That's my thing. I mean, you can just look at last week's game; they just aren't very good. So, it's a stand to me. This is a standard plus seventeen. Hopefully, seventeen and a half spot or seventeen minus oh five. I I just can't pass. Now, if I wake up and it's like fifteen, fifteen and a half or sixteen, basically, if I don't get seventeen or more, I would pass. But if I can get this price or better at some point when I feel it's time to pull the trigger, like you know, you see a couple of sixteen and a halves popping up or seventeen even something where it tells you, okay, this is time to fire, then then I myself have to play this one. And then when they win well, outright, let me ask you, I'll go, why didn't I have the money line? <laughs> right, right. Well, so let me ask you this question. I get asked this a lot, and since you both are in Vegas, Mike gets asked this a lot. Uh, last week there was a Twitter report. Somebody walked in and bet uh, 330000 to win 29000 on the Patriots at one of the establishments over there. And obviously it was 14-14 at some point in that Giants game. I don't know how that guy was feeling at that point. You know, the concept is that's free money. Do you think when people go in and make those bets, like bet on Buffalo on the money line or bet on the Patriots in that situation on the money line, do you believe that that's syndicate or that's just rich uh, square? No, I really think that person, no, not syndicate at all. I really think that person really believes it's free money. Like they've convinced themselves, they've thought about it for a little bit, then they're going, well, there is just no way this team loses. Like, they would almost bet their life on it. That's what I think. And they're just kind of like, well, I'll tie up 300 to make 29 because it's a free 29. I really think they think that. That's what I think. And, I mean, and, and, they and, just, and what I'm thinking is... We don't hear about the aftermath I mean, of it, when these people lose one like that. It, they're probably depressed for years. Uh, a lot of things happen, but I, I really think they think it... The guy thought that was free money. Which, if you think about it, is crazy. And I'm crazy. sure the same thing will happen with Buffalo this week. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if somebody's going to walk in with a six-figure money line bet. But, yes, people are going to bet that game every which way, believing that it just can't lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, Yeah, well, it's, it's why they play the game, right? But I think people want to back the Patriots and teams like that more. Uh, especially if they were paying attention last week. and Miami could have won that game right at the end. So I'm not sure this is really the spot you'll see that. But when somebody's just rolling and winning every game by 30, and then the person sees a minus 10, they'll go. They'll use that. Well, they've won it. They've beaten better teams by 30. There's no way they lose here. So this is a free X amount of dollars. You, know, you brought up the, the Patriots, and, and we know, you know, their, their numbers are always skewed and inflated. But this is interesting. Uh, them laying nine and a half against the Jets. If I'm talking about Schwartz, the defensive coordinator, being a difference for the Eagles against the Cowboys, you know, look at the difference with the Jets with Darnold at quarterback. But Greg Williams really frustrated the Cowboys offensively until they started playing the clock and playing not to lose. It's funny. I mean, you've seen the Patriots less than 10, and it's the Jets. I don't know. That number looks high to me. This is the this is my least favorite one out of the, well, the Redskins, the Dolphins, and this one. Uh, many things here. The 
the the Patriots really are they're they're good, and then the Jets are coming off the big wins, so this one doesn't feel as good. But because it is the Monday night game, there will be some market value somewhere around, and and I'm pretty sure we'll be on the Jets, both of us. But it sounds like he actually thinks the number's high, so that that makes me feel even better playing it, and we might get a seven first half locally too. So I'll be on it with you, but I, I, this is my least favorite one out of the three. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's. Hey, listen. Sometimes it's scary to step in front of the Patriots. But all, sometimes the, all the time, you, you it gotta, is. You got to do it because the one thing you know with them is even if they got a big lead, Belichick never calls the dogs off. He never takes Brady out. Yeah, right. I mean they keep going. And they and the other thing is they're used to being in that position. Some of these other teams like Buffalo. I mean, they're not used to being a big favorite oh, like no. that. So that's the, big, I, I like that, point. too. Yeah, it's I like a, that. A, Frisco, this is they've never been. When's the last time Frisco's laid 10 on the road? So it's, to me, it just. Yeah, but let me ask you, let me ask you, and I'll ask Brian. Brian, do you think they're in the locker room, they're training this week, and they're going, we're 17-point favorites? Yeah, they know what they are. They asked, they asked, think- the, 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 yeah, they know. In fact, it was brought up to the coach. McDermott this morning at his press conference. He said, you know, specifically he was asked, well, you know, because like, as you said, this is historic. Yeah. Well, no, it's, they were 17 point favorites back when they went to four Super Bowls. Right. It's it's, it's been forever. I was barely born. (laughs) All right. But, and they asked McDermott, well, what's the mindset of telling your team, you know, that you're 17-point favorites? And his, you know, his answer was, well, if you're focused on things like that, you're focused on the wrong things. Because he wants them to come out. And honestly, against the Dolphins, the, the hope is they know their defense is terrific. They want to get the offense producing more. You know, not just managing games. They want the offense, and they're getting their running back Singletary back, and they're getting the free agent tight end signer. Uh, they got Tyler Croft who had a broken foot. They're getting him back, so they want to get the offense going. So they want to work on things. But I, I, you know, David's point is just spot on that, that this is unfamiliar territory. You know, laying a number like that. Yeah, well, I think. Too, let me ask you. you just, go ahead. Well, no, no. I was just going to ask you both. You, we always say throw up the last game, right? So I had a money line bet on the Chiefs last week. They're winning four to twenty three. They blow the game. This week, tomorrow, they're laying three at 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 uh, Denver. And then what I noticed is the open number on Houston at the Colts was minus one, and now it's been bet down to pick them. So explain to me if you're throwing out the uh, – did people watch the game? Because why would money be coming in on the Colts? Because the last I'd time – well, the last, Well, the last time you saw the Colts – they beat the Chiefs too. Well, they're coming, and, and they're coming off a bye. Yeah, everybody's. We talked about uh, this right, last right, week. Right, everybody's right. playing the bye like it's free money. I mean, every, and, and it's and it's actually doing really good. I think it's doing really good. You're gonna you keep seeing this every week. Whoever's coming off of the bye, uh, it, you know, the line uh, goes up or goes down. But I think I think even if you didn't see, even if even if the Texans didn't win outright. I think this is what the line would have been yeah. either way. I don't think there's like a big adjustment to that game. Even though, like he said, though, yeah, they both uh, are coming off of a win as a dog against the Chiefs. So that one, too, looks right on and me. The, and the other thing, I bet you the Colts go off the favorite in this game, John, uh, because that's the other thing. When Once you're in that one-and-a-half you know, range, uh, one pick, 
once it starts to go, it keeps going for a while. I mean, it's not a, you know, it's not a key number. Uh, so, so once it starts to trend that way, I, I bet you the Colts probably close a one-point favorite, maybe even one and a half. I could see two. Now, what the, the about tomorrow night's played, game? Just, Obviously, this the square going to chase this game tomorrow. Um, I'm assuming and take Kansas City. I.e., they can't lose three in a row. You know, they the mind of the better. What's your thoughts on that? I kind of wish to take Denver that that they haven't been playing. Like, let's say they just kind of. I think they've won two in a row. Or let's say they lost last week. We would be getting like four here. So I don't know. At three, I'm not very excited either way. Well, it's a co- it's correlated. I mean, if you like Denver, it's Denver in the under. If you like Kansas City, it, it could still stay under, but it's probably yeah, there Kansas you go. City in the over. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. I think he's right. If you take Denver, you 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 parlay it to the under. Absolutely. I didn't think of that. I'll be honest. I mean, Flacco is managing games better. Uh, Denver actually can run the ball, I believe, better than Kansas City. And Mahomes running around on one leg. You know, he's, he starts that. fresh, and, yeah, and, like and then that. he gets worse as the game goes on. I think that's the best thing he's ever said in here. That's kind of why I like to talk about these games. So look for value, though, on both bets, everybody. Value on the dog, value on the under. And, yeah, do a parlay. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about the value as we have a few minutes left with Mike and Brian on your daily fantasy. Let's give them a little DFS. Yeah, well, all right. You got, How do you guys do we this have week? A, we have a minute and a half. I uh, had a magnanimous week. I had Tyreek Hill return to my lineup. I actually won the week. How about that? Well, if you had Hunter Henry, he was a steal on DFS. He's a uh, pretty low price this week, so that's just a, you know I know because we only have a minute. If you're looking to get good value without paying a, a top price for one, obviously the top guys that call this on DFS, Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry is very cheap. This week. Yep, and the other guy who was a diamond in the rough was the McLaurin kid from the Redskins. Uh, yeah, he's been really good. I think they may be a little tougher sledding against the Niners. I'm, I'll make this prediction. This is the week. This is the week it happens. John Brown catches about an 80-yard touchdown pass for the Bills this week. Allen, Allen goes back and throws it as far as he can to see if he can overthrow John Brown. Against the Dolphins, they take a shot. Anybody, anybody against the Dolphins. You want to play in fantasy? I know. That, I know. I, believe me, I know. Good stuff, guys. Listen, the hour goes fast. We look forward to seeing you soon, John. Uh, boys, we'll talk again soon. It's Sports Insider Radio. Thanks to David Miller, and thanks, guys. This hour just rocket sleds by. It is SportsInsiderRadio.com. You can get your meat hooks into the boys. Get my ring. Eight hundred two zero nine. 1679 1-800-209-1679 and we invite you to check out the website sportsinsiderradio.com have a great day it's the Vegas Board Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas and KSHP.com USA Radio News with Tim Berg. 
President Trump participating in a joint press conference with the Italian president, speaking about the fight against ISIS in Syria and the Kurdish allies that have been helping the United States. If you look at the Kurds, and again, I say this with great respect, they're no angels. If you look at PKK, take a look at PKK. ISIS respects PKK. You know why? Because they're as tough or tougher than ISIS. Former Vice President Joe Biden is hitting the campaign trail in Ohio, and without proof, he says President Trump is running one of the most corrupt.